Welcome to the Trino Rhino Podcast. We'll call this one uh, the Montage Take 2. Last week's didn't go through well, which sucks because I felt like I had a lot of energy in that one and I was just really on it. I was really feeling the subject. Um, and I, I almost was like, damn, we could just make this its own, own show um, today. This is my second take of today trying to do the same one. And I'm thinking, well, maybe not. Um, it's just, you know, it's, it's about catching a feeling. It's about being in the moment, and that's what I'll keep this as. Um, the whole montage thing, though, I really like to touch on it. Um, growing up, I really loved the Rocky movies, the Mighty Ducks, Disney, you know, Disney movies, the, the underdog stories where the underdog comes out on top. You know, I saw myself as, like, many of us maybe, um, as, the you know, the odds stacked against me, I'm the underdog, right? I want to come out on top, right? Um in all of those movies, there is, uh, you know, you, you, they start out no way in hell that that uh, the outcome's going to be positive, right? You know, it's a ragtag group of people with a poor coach doesn't really want to be there. Um, maybe these people have never played this sport before, never done this activity before, never, you know, completed this. Um, and by the end of the movie, you know, they're competing with the best of them, usually, they try to keep it semi-realistic, which is still not very realistic. But, you know, maybe they'll they'll still lose, but it'll be so close that they get this big old sportsmanship. Everybody hugs afterwards, and there's a lot of respect, right? I don't think life's about dominating. I think life's about earning the respect of people you respect. Um, anyways, in the middle of all these movies, you know, you got the, you got the start with a grim outlook, and then you got the end with the... The happy ending, right? And in the middle, uh, you know, which might take up 20, 30 minutes of the movie, but really takes up the, the large part of all of our real lives is the montage, right? And in the movie, that's where they're putting in the work and sweating and bleeding and, and learning and, and overcoming and, and getting setbacks. And But they, they cram this into 20, 30 minutes of a, you know, a montage in the middle of the movie. Well, in life... Most of the life that we actually live is that montage. So really the abbreviated parts of life are that, are that beginning, right? And then that happy ending. Because that happy ending is the end of the movie, but maybe it's not the end of the story in real life, right? Maybe you get to where you thought was the ending and then you run into another challenge, right? You get a brief celebration of your happy ending. Or maybe you die. Uh, maybe you hit what you ever wanted and you die. Maybe... You get whatever you were working for, and then um, all of a sudden that's nothing anymore, you know. But what I like to, to emphasize is we all know we got to put in the work. We all know life isn't fair. Nothing's promised to us. We don't deserve anything. Yet we still live like that montage is going to be over in 20 or 30 minutes, right? We don't. We don't realize that those hard parts that we always talk about overcoming, when you read the, the memoirs of people that, you know, made it through a lot of shit, and then they write that book later, they spent more time living that life than they did writing that book, right? But the glorified portions of it are, are you know, the, the outcome, right? And, and yeah, those stories are very endearing, and, and but when you're reading it, somebody else going through it, no matter how difficult it seems like, and we're like, fuck, how did they do that? it still seems easier than our difficulties, which might be really minor compared to some that they went through, right? And you'll get nowhere in this world if you comp compare plights to other people. 
Uh, if you compare your bad day to their bad day or your, you know, it's just everything is real to us. The, the life you're living is real to you. Your struggles are real. They're valid. Um, they're, they're just as tough as anybody's um, given, you know, the circumstances. We just, we only can live our own lives. We can only feel our own pain. And really, we can only motivate our own selves. Uh, we can try to, to help others. We can talk to each other. But even me, I feel like I'm pretty open. But I still find myself, you know, when it comes down to the hard shit that sucks ass, I know it's supposed to be there, but I complain about it every day. So, on another day, when I'm feeling as fired up as I was last week, when I posted my static podcast, which I apologize for if you bothered to tune in, and uh, it'll probably, you know, take another year to build up an audience if I drop shit like that, I get it. Um, but on another day, I'd like to go over that again, because it's something really dear to my heart, and it's something that I feel like I can put, uh, I can shine a light on um, and explain it, right? Tonight, I'm feeling a little tired, and I'm not feeling real passionate about it. Um, I'm just not feeling real sparky about that subject. Um, so I'd like to share real quick about something that I struggle with as well is a perspective on um, we'll go what a lot of people have struggled with these days is work. Um, when I feel like I have to be doing something, it makes me want to not at all. Um, I feel like I'm trapped, um, whether or not it's even bad, right? Um, I want to do something that matters more, right? Um, so I'm in here doing this, talking to nobody, um, hoping that one or two of you listen, and hoping that somebody hits that trino, rhino at gmail.com and hits me up with a couple questions or a couple ideas to talk about. Um, obviously, uh, I'm wide open to ideas. Um, but I had somebody, you know, they, they were having a hard day and they just wanted to hang it up for the day. And, you know, I think sometimes when people are asking things, they're asking something different than what I think they're asking, right? So are they really asking to go home for the day? Are they really asking um, to get moved, you know, temporarily, permanently, whatever, right? It's hard to help somebody if you don't know the real question that's being asked. So I would encourage all of you to reach out for help when you're feeling stuck. Um, not even help, just talk to somebody. The more people that can understand any angle of that, the more likely you are to get a resolution, right? There's no sense in quitting a job that's perfectly good when you're not going to do anything, but you, you think it'll feel good at the time. And really, you might just force yourself to step into something that you like even less or not anymore, right? And you're taking choices away from yourself by making choices without talking it out um, to a, with a reasonable person. And a reasonable person would be somebody that you would trust to not give you terrible advice. Um, so, and, and somebody that doesn't make rash decisions on the regular. Somebody that's kind of got their shit. Somebody that you maybe look up to a little bit. Or somebody that you like a lot um, for whatever reason, whether they stand for something or whether you just like them, you just think they're cool, um, anything. I would caution you on the cool thing, right? Um, sometimes 
passive aggressive class clowns aren't exactly, you know, we all like those guys, but they're not exactly who I would take advice from. Um, and, uh, you know, me being a former passive aggressive class clown, and I use the former lightly because sometimes I still get caught up in that. But most of the time, if somebody's going to bother asking me, they're going to be somebody that I would care to give advice to or that I would want advice from, right? Somebody that I, I look up to in, in any aspect, somebody that I respect. So once you leave high school or college or those kind of things, we don't really have a, a huge social network anymore. We've got the anonymous clowns on Facebook that we forget we added that we didn't really like in high school or we didn't really like anywhere else either, but they're just on there because we know them, right? But that's, that's not a good social network. You know, some places where I work is a big place, so people become friends, and, you know, it's easy to get yourself worked up in there, but you can also know who you can talk to and kind of get you calmed down. Um, just remember that grass is always greener shit is real. Um, and make sure you're doing things for the right reasons, right? Take care of yourself, number one. Always take care of yourself, number one. Um, remember why you're working, right? But also... One thing I really like to hit on, and it's probably too deep and this nobody's listening at this point, but one thing that I really like to hit on is it seems like a lot of people just don't give a shit about their reputation anymore. And that's a problem. Um, there's a huge difference between caring what everybody thinks, which you just absolutely can't do, and caring about the reputation you give yourself, right? We all know there's people you're never going to make happy no matter what. There's not even a point trying. Fuck them. We understand that, right? Your reputation, however, you know, is just something that you can't fix. It's kind of like a credit score. And you're right. If people don't know you, they're maybe not going to have that bad, you know, idea of you. Maybe you get to start brand over. But then you got to start over, too. You can't continue down the same path you're continuing with these new people, which is really hard to do if you're already used to doing it, right? Um, we all know we, we work to live. We don't live to work. Most of us don't live to work, um, myself included, but I do care about my reputation. Now, that being said, just in, depending on what position you're in, you're always going to have some people that just, you know, aren't going to understand. And, and it's a lot of wasted energy to try to make them right. So don't do that. Don't waste energy on people that don't matter. But what I mean by reputation is if you say you're going to do something, be a man of your word or a woman of your word, right? Your word should mean something. Um, if they take everything away in the world, the one thing that means something is your word. It's easy to have deception. It's easy to, to, to lie and cheat and steal if people are giving you the benefit of the doubt. And you can't take that as, oh, I'm winning. They're dumb. They don't. People want to believe people. Okay, so... When you go and throw that away, that's a hard thing. To, that's harder than credit score to, to recover from. And in the long run, it'll probably mean more somewhere down the line. Uh, at some point in your life, it's going to mean more. Um, so that golden rule is the only rule you need to, you need to live by. Treat people how you want to be treated. You know, um, Don't lie. Don't cheat. Don't steal from people. Um, don't make people feel like garbage when you have the power, because there's going to be a point when you don't have the power and somebody makes you forget, you know how that is, right? If you're awesome and talented and you half-ass it and you phone it in, you can still do it good for you. But guess what, man? Your reputation is, is taking hits, right? Because I'll take somebody that tries over somebody that phones it in every fucking day. Um, 
And it's just the way it is. This is always going to be the way it is. And a real leader like me, somebody that really cares about developing a whole team other than all-stars is going gonna, is gonna to really care about that, right? Especially when we're not getting paid for wins. We're not getting paid for, for records and things. It's like there's absolutely no reason to keep on a high-achieving morale sabotage person, right? You're, you're making your whole team worse by putting this motherfucker on a pedestal. Um, so that, you know, reputation, dude, it should matter to you more than it matters to me. Um, this kind of went nowhere, kind of in a circle. I appreciate you listening. Uh, I'm going to continue to do these. Some of them are going to be more coherent than others, but that's just kind of the format right now. If you got anything you want to say, something you want to discuss, maybe you want to get on here with me and maybe we could pigeonhole that down or just have a conversation. Uh, try no or I know at gmail.com. No exclamations, no uh, punctuation at all in that in that email. So try no or I know at gmail.com. As long as you know how to spell rhino, we're good. Um, appreciate you tuning in uh, and I'll catch you on the next one.